Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Thanksgiving break, guys. A little Thanksgiving hiatus. We'll get into this, but someone's a missus. The girls have been busy, 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 busy. Yes. Um, It's just Chelsea and I today. Glenn is, who knows where (laughs) Glenn is. I don't know if she's back in the state of New York, gallivanting throughout. She's still DMV. I think she's at a birthday party that you weren't invited. Oh! Isn't that what she said? She said she was going to be unavailable. She, oh, you know what? I think she's taking him to like a spa or some shit. I don't know. Mm, cute. Um, anyway, what's going on? Nothing. I am just, I'm back in Los Angeles out of the cold. Um, yes. But being in New York was so nice. But yeah, I'm back. Well, I move. guess jump in. We might have the same reply. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the listeners, I <laughs> probably should talk about <laughs> the fact I'm that like, I'm, I'm married. I'm replying to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too. Oh, my God. This lipstick is making me look it's like- It's cute. Okay. You look very tan. It's pretty. Look at this. Pretty cool. All right, y'all. It's time so to go So I am married now. I'm so excited. Had a really beautiful ceremony in Kingston, New York. It was really nice. It was a total of 11 people, including myself and my husband, which I'm really happy about. I think we were, if you've been listening to the show, or I don't even know if I talked about it, but our original plan was to do it Um at a family home. And then we, you know, thought about Mexico City. We visited Mexico City, I think like a total of four times looking at venues. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> Many times. Um, each trip was amazing because we just love Mexico City. But I fell in love with one place. And then me being a curious little cat asked about the history of the place. And she was like, it's a dictator's home. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want that dude. <laughs> Um, it's so funny. Some, some, I told someone that and they were like, well, was it a good dictator? And I was like, I'm not sure that that exists. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as a good dictator, but, um, yeah. So we ended up doing it upstate New York. Crazy thing that I don't think I talked about on the podcast is like two weeks before our wedding, the original venue canceled. Mm-hmm. So tip, if you're planning a wedding, especially if it's not as small as mine was and you have like a 300 person wedding or something, get like venue insurance, um, which was something that I didn't know about. But yeah, crazy. Uh, The original place was called Habitas on Hudson and they they fucked it. They canceled us. Yeah, I'm calling them out. Um, But we found a new location and it was crazy because we were on the flight from LA to New York for our wedding and the guy sitting next to us was from upstate. He was from Rhinebeck. And he was, you know, we told him the whole situation and he was like, it is a blessing in disguise because this new location is way better. The Mm. food's better. The just like ambiance of the place is better. So you know, everything happens for a reason. It was super yes. nice. We had our both families together. So it was just immediate family. 
Um, it was the first time our families got to spend like that much time together too, right. which was really nice. We had dinner. We had um, we were roasting marshmallows by the fire. We had the ceremony, and then we went to New York to the bar where we first met, and all of our New York friends were there. So it was super fun. I'm super happy. Um, one of my friends was like, "Well, does it feel different?" And it does. It definitely does. Like it feels like we made a big, big move. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this new chapter. I'm excited for this phase of growth and learning. And I'm just happy. I'm happy that I found my person and that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. It's the wife. So when are you having babies? Um, so we can be on this a similar timeline. I think Who's I mean, we? you are older than me. You and I. <laughs> so um I think I think maybe two years. Two years? Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think no, a thirty two year old. Too, but pregnancy. I thought you were like, let's go, let's get it. Oh, I would like to enjoy time with my husband as me and my husband for a okay. little bit. But fair. I definitely do want children. Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm being crazy. I'm already like looking up costs around like wedding stuff just out of curiosity. I mean, like, honestly, how much does all this cost? How much should yeah. we be like saving towards? Like, what are all the logistics? And, you know, you can find everything on TikTok. So like, I'm like, Jamaica wedding, <laughs> blah, 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 wet. like just different places. The resort, the resort weddings are very affordable. And very beautiful. Yo, stuff is way cheaper than I thought. Like, yeah, if you do a resort. cheaper than I thought. I was like, oh shit. I was like, okay, this ain't that bad. Yeah, it's it's not. if you Especially if you do the resort because you get like a like a package. Exactly. Um, package and then it makes it stuff. actually kind of easier to plan, I would say, because they have they specific just, vendors boop, that they work boop, with boop, and you boop. just pick out of their... Exactly. Right. It's, not, it's not bad if you decide to do it that way. I think... Yeah. Ultimately, what I realized for ours is that we wanted to do things our way, and I'm glad that we did. And like, yeah, but I think there's so many options. Um, Resort option, if you want like a beach wedding, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it, and like ultimately, we're just like, we just want to have a big party, but like- Mm -hmm. Number one, I'm not engaged, everyone. This so just let's It's back coming, I think. Back. <laughs> but but I was um we were like, we just want a big party. But if we threw like a big party in New York, you could spend the amount of money that you would spend on a a whole ass wedding in another country and him being Jamaican and me my family coming from Grenada, it's like we could go there as well and like go down that route because looking at New York, I'm like the venues are bread. The mm-hmm. liquor is bread. If you have liquor, flowers, music, you gotta feed people. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a sit down dinner, there still has to be some type of food. That's bread. Mm-hmm. Now it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's like it. I mean, you're always gonna spend money. Yeah, but it's just like where do you get piece. bigger bang for <laughs> your buck, right? I think resort. I think you yeah. get a lot of bang for your buck buck for resort. For sure. Yeah. So we'll see, but that's down the line. But I think, you know, the reason I was looking at it is because now we are just talking like, okay, financially, what are the different things we're like preparing for? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you figure out a ring. That's none of my business. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
here's what I want it to look like. Cool. You got it. Check. <laughs> now, after that, it's like, how much is a freaking wedding? And I just yeah. have no, no sense of it. So I ended up on wedding talk last night. And wow, what a time to be alive. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for you. I feel like do what makes the two of you happy. Don't do it for others, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, anywho, this is a, a total flip. Um, mm-hmm. During the time I'm replying to this show, you know, just like Thanksgiving kind of break time, I started watching First Wives Club mm-hmm. on Netflix. Have you seen have you seen that? I haven't watched it. Um, whole time, I thought it was like a Netflix show. It was on BET. Oh. Or like BET Plus. And then I guess Netflix bought it or bought the rights to it. Because I was like thinking it was a movie. And then I saw it was seasons. And I was like, well, how are all the seasons out? I'm so confused. <laughs> but never... What is it about? You know the movie, The First Wives Club? Mm. Oh my God, you have to watch it. It's like a classic. Um, I want to say it came out in the 80s. Um, It's got some like heavy hitters. I want to say Diane Keaton. Oh no, not the 80s. It came out in 96. Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. But it's like, it's white women. Um, But they're all like divorcees and they're men all kind of like fuck them over and then they get cool and it's like the first wives club like right. some of them remarry they're the older women some of them have younger women and it's just like a you know a funny and it has those like great casts it's like one of those things so I'm thinking like it's gonna be like that it's not really like that at all but um it's featuring Jill Scott um the other actresses I don't know that well oh um She's biracial. She just had a... Uh, I know what you're talking about. Thickness something. Yes, yes, yes. Now I feel bad. I feel like I got a... Michelle Buteau. Mm -hmm. Is that her name? Yeah, it must be. Because she's Haitian and Buteau is like a super Haitian last name. And some other actresses who were great. And it's really bad, but it's like so bad that it's good. It's like, it's. (laughs) I was like, where is she going with this show? (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Like, Joe Scott's character is like a a singer. She's over the top. The outfits are like insane. Michelle Bateau is her usual, like, very quirky, very funny. It's just a, like, it's feel good and you could just have it on. Each episode's like 20 minutes, like maybe Mm -hmm. 22 minutes. But I've just been like going through it. I have to say that the third season just started to get ridiculous. But well, they made it to season three, so it can't be that terrible, right? Yeah, and Netflix picked it up. So I highly recommend maybe in the next like holiday lull, if you're just looking for like a fun show, put it on. It's super black. It's so black. They were like, nigga, duh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, group chat. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Tylenol Rapid Release Gels, your go-to option for fast, effective pain relief. 
we cannot let pain slow us down, okay? We have to be prepared for the aches and the pains after the big game or fun fall festivities. You know, it's homecoming season, so we will be out at the tailgates. And I'm personally so looking forward to cute little pumpkin patch moments and apple picking. So that's why we need Tylenol Rapid Release Gels to help us enjoy life to the fullest without the pain. And now introducing new Tylenol Precise, a pain-relieving cream with maximum strength lidocaine without a prescription. Let's get back to the activities that we love with Tylenol Rapid Release Gels and Tylenol Precise. We can find the power of pain relief today. Available now, use as directed. And now we're back with more Black Girls Texting. Well, switching gears again, I want to talk about customer service and (laughs) and like the experience that I've been having with Apple have I been have I told you guys this in the group chat no okay so I got the new iPhone 15 I when purchasing it online there was an option like do you have a phone that you'd like to trade in you can get money for your trade-in towards your new phone I'm like of course like I don't need to keep this iPhone 13 Mm -hmm. so I look at my iPhone, I'm like, it's in perfect condition. Like, I'm going to trade it in and get some money. I think the total of it was like $480. So I go to the Apple store because I live pretty close to one. That's what you got for your phone? So that's how much they said I'd get for my iPhone 13, 480. So I go to the Apple store because I'm close to one and I say, hey, here's my iPhone. I'm trading it in because my new one came. And can you, you know, transfer all my stuff to my new phone? Yeah. He helps me through the process, wipes out my old phone, uh, looks at my old phone, you know, checks it out, does whatever they do. He's like, this is in great condition. Let me start the return process or the trading process. He keeps getting an error and calls over one of his colleagues. The colleague says, oh, because she bought this online, she cannot trade it in in store. She has to trade it in in the little box that they sent her. They sent me like a little box to mail it back. Uh But the uh little box was so flimsy and small. I was like, "Mm, I'd rather just go to the store, but I can't. So he shows me how to put it in the box. He's like, trade it in. I've already inspected your phone. It's in perfect condition. You'll be good. Yeah. I trade it in. I mean, I mail it in. I don't think anything of it. I wake up one day to my email. It was literally like 5 a.m. because, you know, I wake up early. And the email says, your trade-in has been revised. You owe us $480. The phone you sent in had cracked a cracked screen and a missing lens. Now, I know I didn't send in no cracked screen phone or no phone with no missing lens. So I call Apple and basically explain to them the situation. The lady is so kind. She's like, I'm going to get this sorted for you. Someone should call you within three days. Don't worry. Don't take any action. Three days pass. No one has called me. I call back and I explain to the rep what's going on. He's like, this sounds like a scam. We don't open up investigations. And I was like, a scam? I called 1-800-MY-APPLE. If you go on apple.com, that is the customer service line. Is is that a fake number? And he's like, no, that's the number. And I'm like, okay, well, can you now do something to help me? He's like, well, do you have the tracking of the phone that you sent back to us? And I was like, no, I don't have the tracking. And he's like, so when you dropped it off, they didn't give you a receipt? And I'm like, maybe, but I don't have it. Mm -hmm. 
your Apple, you can't figure out where the where where the package is. Mm-hmm. And so me and this guy are going back and forth. His, I remember him. His name was Israel. We're going back and forth. And I'm like, Israel, I don't want to speak to you anymore. You're not helpful. Is this a recorded line? Because if it's a recorded line on the record, I am asking to be connected to someone else. You are not helpful to me, Israel. And I'm getting frustrated. So he's like, there's no one else I can connect you to. I'm trying to help you. And I was like, if you're trying to help me, why do you keep asking me if I have the receipt from UPS and I keep telling you no and you keep asking me again if I have the receipt and I keep telling you no? That's not being helpful, Israel. So I get so frustrated with Israel. I pay money Israel. to watch this. I'm not going to lie. I literally get so frustrated that I'm finally like, you know what, Israel? You win. On a recorded line, you are refusing to connect me with anyone else. I'm saying it again. On a recorded line, you're refusing to connect me with anyone else. You're also not helping me. So I'm going to hang up now. So I hang up. And run me to survey. Run me to survey. <laughs> so then I get another email like a week later because I'm just so frustrated with this whole situation. And it's like, no, not an email. I'm paying my Amex bill. And it's like, you've been charged $480 from oh. Apple. <laughs> so then I call Apple again. I explain the whole situation again. At this point, I have now called Apple three times. Explain the whole situation. The woman's super apologetic. She's like, this is crazy. Like, this shouldn't happen to you. I'm writing in your notes. Here's your case ID number. She's like, this I is what I'm writing. open investigations. Damn. So then she said, someone will call you within 24 hours. 24 hours pass. Do I get a call? Of course not. No. So I call Apple for the fourth time. Mm-mm-mm. I explain the situation. No, I give them my case ID number. They tell me there's no notes. I explain the situation again. And then that person says, there's nothing I can do, but I think, you know, I'm so sorry this happened to you. They're all quite polite, except for Israel. He was not polite. They're all quite polite. <laughs> and then they connect me. He connects me to someone, connects me to someone else in another department. She's like, I think this person can help you. I then have to re-explain my situation, even uh. though she said she was putting notes. And at this point, I was like, I need a witness. So I was sitting next to a friend while all this was happening. I was like, I know I'm not going crazy. And I know I'm being very clear in my explanation. I know, like, and these people are on speaker telling me that they're going to help me and telling me that they're putting notes on uh, on the case. And everyone else is saying there's no notes. And this is not a mom and pop small business. It is Apple. (laughs) It's Apple. So the next person, also apologetic, polite says, you know what? I can't do anything. They connected you to the wrong department, but I hear you. You've been calling. You've been now talked to like five or six people. So what I'm going to do is I'm not even going to just pass you along. I'm going to stay on the line. I'm going to introduce you to the next person. I'm going to explain the situation for you. So what do I hear? A click. And it says, hi, you've reached Apple. How may I help you? I said, you know what? I've had enough. I'm just going to call Amex and dispute the charge. I was going to say, call Amex. Be like, they frauded me. You know like, take what care the... Of it. Apple? Apple. It's crazy. Oh, I almost took FedEx to small claims court. Like, I'm all about fighting the man. Because it's crazy. I, I mean, this is crazy. I, and, and, and I know I'm not lying. I was literally like, check the cameras at the Grove. I went on this date. Around this time, because I also made a purchase. Right. Your employee inspected my phone. I did not send in a damaged phone. This needs to be resolved. And then, oh my God, Apple, you can literally kiss my ass. 
Yes. No, and I what's the point of having a recorded line? You guys clearly don't care. Because if you listen to that conversation with Israel, I'm sorry, it was ridiculous. No, it's it was really ridiculous. Crazy. And the, my biggest takeaway from stuff like this is that you have to like almost do extra due diligence for someone that's supposed to be helping you, like taking down what's their your num- name? Their name. ID. So then you know that, well, this person at this location with this employee ID told me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. My old ass family, and I probably need to start doing this more too, writes whole ass letters to corporate. Mm, I should probably do that. Send a letter, like expressing frustration. I don't, I don't know how that even works, but like I've had family members tell me that like people will get back to them. Well, someone was like, literally, you should call corporate and ask to speak to Tim. Ah! the CEO and um, they probably won't connect you to Tim, but like if you are very, you know, strong in your desire to speak to him, they might connect you to like one of his administrative assistants. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but like, why do I have to do like, I've now spent, I think with these six or seven calls, a total of like three hours. No, it's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. While I was getting ready to be married. It's crazy. Like, I'm so disgusted by them. I feel you. That I might buy an Android. Just kidding. I don't know if it's that deep. <laughs> but my the hate for take. FedEx goes that deep that if I have an option, I will not choose them. Yeah. So I get it. <sighs> I'm still seething, if you cannot tell. And no, it still I, hasn't been resolved. I need to check in with Amex. I'm disputing something from August still. <laughs> I thought Amex was so good with it. I completely it. understand you. No, 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 no. My situation is like different because I tried to dispute it with FedEx directly. And mm. then I was like, I actually didn't buy it on my American Express card. It was on like, I don't know, like a Capital One card that I have. Like my Costco Capital One card. I don't know. It probably just was like auto saved in there. Yeah. And I didn't even think to call them to dispute it. But now... I did, and they've just been emailing me, and they're like, the merchant isn't replying. Like, the merchant has until, like, December 23rd, and if they don't reply, then it is then what it is. But they've already re- removed it from my charges, which is great. Okay. Well, that's but, yeah. good. I'm going to check in with Amex. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Amex will be, will be good about it. But, like, when I was talking to Capital One, they were just saying you need to have whatever evidence is possible. So I don't know what that would look like, but – I'm like, I sent in you. a phone I- – I'm sorry. I didn't think I would have to record me placing in a perfectly good device in a box and like. I wonder what happened. Like if you got someone else's phone. They actually sent back the phone and I still haven't even opened it because I'm so irritated and I have to open up all these. My house literally looks like a fulfillment center. Oh, they sent back your phone. They sent back my phone. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to see what the fuck. I'm like, go get it right now. But no, no, no. I would, but I don't have pants on. Um, <laughs> but I will like, send it. I'm fired I will, up too. I, I come on. Group chat. Let's light Apple's ass up. Tag them in this. If this becomes a clip, fuck you, <laughs> Apple. Oh, fuck God. you. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dead. Wow. Um, but also, I just also wanted to say this. Thank you to everyone who sent me presents for my wedding. Yes. My house looks like a fulfillment center. Not a bad and problem. 
I know it's like Christmas came early with all these pots and I don't even cook. Girl, I, <laughs> did I not text you about your registry? And I was like, so who did this? Did you do this? Like, well, Taylor yeah. forced me to make one. <laughs> she was like, she was like, you have to make one. And I was like, okay. I was like, Chelsea was in Pops. there just clicking shit that the, she was like, this is cute. This is nice. <laughs> I actually didn't get something that I actually really need, which is a rice cooker. Because I can't really cook rice. Oh. Well. Well, I asked you. Well, I'll just get it. Also, I think I think they're still trickling in. You left me to my devices and you were like, look who's that. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants the registration link, just I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, I this is like a read or reply combo. I'm back in therapy. Praise the Lord. Um, but the therapist that I'm seeing because of my insurance, if you know, you know, like you can't choose who your therapist is. Like you go, you give them a date. That's the date that you're stuck with and you do it every week, but it's free. So I'm like, wait, so every week you have a new person? No, 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 no. Oh, it's the same person. But like you get assigned to your person, you get a, a slot. And that's that. And I have been calling them for like a month because they have to like get availability. So I would call like each week and be like, are there any therapists available this week? They'd be like, no, try again next week. So when I finally got someone, I was like, okay, this is it. It is what it is. And you know, she's lovely, but she is a white woman. And I have never, have I ever had a white therapist? I don't think I ever have. I think they've always been Latinx or mm, black. Not black? Oh. Yeah. So, and I think my first one was like biracial. I don't know. But something of color, not mm-hmm. just a white lady. But how's and, it going? And so this was my first session. I have a, I have a session in an hour, actually. And she does talk therapy which is kind of like, and how does that make you feel? And blah, 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 blah. And what do you think about this? Or whatever. Um, which I think was great. But on like the first session, just in getting to know me, she's asking a lot of questions. And like, I'm, you know, my constant struggle is like, just improving emotional intelligence and being able to identify emotions and speak through things opposed to just going like zero to a hundred. That's just kind of yeah. like the, the constant within my like therapy journey Mm -hmm. and she was like well how did your parents like communicate like what was that like and I was like you know that's a great question I was like they were always kind of yelling but you know like (laughs) (laughs) and she's like "Hmm, so lots of arguments and I'm like arguments (laughs) I'm like (laughs) over here getting defensive because I'm like no black people just loud like, right, culturally, yeah. Yeah, like, cult- culturally, black people just loud. Now, whole time, yes, that could actually be, like, a whole other rabbit hole to go down of, like, why are black people so damn loud and aggressive <laughs> in terms of our communication style? But either way, I'm like, this is a cultural nuance. Mm-hmm. you got to pick up on that. At least right. my old therapist would say some shit like, well, you know, we know culturally a lot of people of color are very loud, very colorful, very vibrant, but, right. you know, maybe 
this has caused some of your lack of ability to calmly communicate. Perfect. Not, oh, so there was a lot of arguing. I was like, not you do you also my family. Do you also think because of the vessel, like because it's a white woman, it's like, it's even harder to receive. Like if a black woman was like, oh, so there was a lot of arguing, like you might not even fucking care. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go in and be as calm as possible, but you know what? I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to be like, yeah, my mom used to beat my ass. Cause that, how are we going to do that? Well, then I think you need a new therapist because I feel like if you can't be fully transparent in this your therapy, true. then what is the point? This is also true. Yeah. Call them and say you want another person. I'm like, y'all got anybody black? Yeah. Just be like, I'm sorry, but this person doesn't really understand my cultural, my culture. But you know what? Culture. I've only talked to her one time. So I think I'm going to give her a chance. But you can't lie. I'm not saying I'm going to lie, but I'm saying- Or omit. I don't know how comfortable and forthcoming I would be with that type of information because I don't want her now acting like, oh my God, you know? And I'm like, again, yes, fucked up, cause for a lot of our trauma, but also cultural differences, cultural differences. There's layers, there's nuance. So I don't know. We're going to see, but- I'm going to give her a chance. I, I'm going to be on a break anyways because I'm away for most of December. And then when I come back, we'll see. And yeah, maybe I might hit them up like, can you switch me with like someone brown? Brown. Something. Someone brown. I don't even take yeah. a black man. Why do I take a black man? I think so, yes. Over a white woman? I think, yeah. Yes. So y'all pray for me, but at least I'm I'm back in the routine. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.